Welcome back, everybody, to episode six of the Triangle Park Sports Podcast. Once again, Anto here, joined by Aiden and Connor. Uh, this week, we got a, a lot of fun, a lot of energy, and a lot of big habs for uh, the New York sports world. Um, I mean, first and foremost, these New York Knickerbockers locked up the fourth seed. Um, not How much. How about those motherfucking Knicks, baby? <laughs> About how, about, how, how about Anton not letting us say hello, listeners? Hi, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Ah, fuck you, Anto. I dropped the ball this week, guys. Connor, the floor is yours. Um, the Knicks are good. Uh, fucking oh, incredible. Home court advantage. Uh, they have home court in 2013? I, I forgot. I think they did, right? No, I, I don't think so. No idea. But also, screw anybody Either that right. says that the... Home court advantage does not matter because it absolutely matters. It absolutely matters. It does. Yeah, for sure. Um, got the Hawks, which is we swept the ser- the series against the Hawks. Um, the boys balled out too. First, the first two games the Knicks beat the Hawks uh, was they switched head coaches this year, right? The Hawks, I believe. And I think the first two wins against the Hawks was their old head coach. And the Hawks were like significantly better after their coaching change. But the Knicks beat them again in that stretch. Um, which it makes me feel good, but not like, I still I still think the Knicks are gonna win the series. Um, it's gonna be close as, as four or five matchups usually are. But uh, like, yeah, like, what do you guys think? Like the fact that we, the Knicks swept the Hawks in the season, does that make you more or less confident or no, neither about this series? I'd say neither. I say I'm more so just looking at the Knicks over the last month and a half of the season. I think that matters more. Um, and the Knicks are as hot as any team in the league. And I think this is a favorable first round matchup. Um, I, th- I think pretty much if you just neutralize Trey Young, make sure he doesn't completely go off and take control because he does have that capability of putting up 40, 45. And if you can minimize that, I think they'll be all right. Um, I, hey, I told y'all, right? I, we can go back and listen. I said, I'm loving the Knicks. I'm happy. I hope they get the, the Hawks. If they get the Hawks, they will win. I, I got the Knicks in five, to be honest. I think they're going to be hard-fought games, but I got Knicks in five. Yeah, I same thing I, I this doesn't really I don't feel better I don't feel worse neither they the last like I don't know the last month I think it's the last month the Knicks have either the best or the second best record in basketball they've been playing their best basketball all year it does make me feel nice that Julius Randle does seem to have the Hawks number I think that they're going to play Clint Capella and they'll probably play John Collins and um I think they have John yeah they'll probably put two like their bigger guys on 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 Randall, so we're going to need RJ and obviously the rest of the, the, you know, D-Rose and everybody to really step up. But like Aiden just said, I do have the Knicks winning. I think they're going to win in six, though. Um, I think Trey Young's going to have one good game. And I think Kevin Herter is going to be like a dark horse stud for them. I've been like, I'm on a, I'm a big Kevin Herter guy. I think he's a, a, a solid role player for them, but I think he's going to have, he's going to do a lot of, he's going to do a lot of the dirty work for them um, and, and put out, put together a good series. But Nixon, Nixon six. I uh I think I think the X factor for the Knicks in the playoffs is Rose. You just mentioned Rose because Randall's gonna show up and do what he's gonna do. I'm confident Barrett's gonna 
average 22 to 25 a game. If they can get Rose to put up 20 a game, six to like eight assists, and like really like control the floor, like as he's a former MVP, right? Like, I mean, yeah, he's he's not as athletic as he used to be, and he's not as dynamic, but like we, we see with Carmelo last year in the playoffs with the Blazers, right? In the bubble, like Carmelo was great, right? We see Dwight Howard um on the lakers last year right as like a, a big piece even with the 76ers this year right like these guys who who used to be stars in this league who clearly they're, they're not the same as they used to be but like those guys matter when you're building a playoff slash championship roster and i i think rose is the x factor and if if he's playing as well as he's been some of these games i, I think they they might be able to win two series i mean we'll see there's a lot to to kind of be I don't know, seen, but. Yeah, I think, I mean, expecting 22 to 25 from RJ, I think that's a little ambitious. I'm not saying he can't do it, but like to to just, yeah, we'll see. But I, do, I think you're right. Rose is definitely, I believe, the X Factor for the next, and like him, him playing well makes everything run smoothly. Um, yeah, Randall's gonna get his, uh, regardless of who they're gonna put on him, and uh, yeah, same with like like Trey Young does scare me a lot because he can, like Anto said, go off for fifty like whenever. Same as Randall, like Randall can do that, but like um, Knicks are a really good defensive team, so hopefully we can slow the Hawks down enough, which I think they will be able to. I also have them the Knicks winning in six though. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna completely dominate the Hawks, but like. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good series. Yeah, I think I mean, yeah, totally. I think D Rose is important. I don't know if he's as much as the X factor for me. Um, I think D Rose is gonna do what he does, but I think we'll need a lot. I mean, one Nerlens Noel defensively has been outstanding the last couple of weeks. I think he needs to show up and be a like a, an absolute tower underneath and block shots and just be a rim protector for us. But I think my real big X factor, I think it's gonna be Reggie Bullock. I think he needs to play very, he's going to have to average like 12 to 15. I think, I mean, like you said, Randall's going to get his, RJ's going to put up some probably 15 plus, but I think Reggie needs to step up, hit some big shots and play, you know, 12 to 15 points per game ball. Um, either way. I yeah. think more it'll matter about. We lost Con. Some, yeah. So, but Nixon six, that's what we're going for. Um, but Aiden, what about the rest of the, uh, the East. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I know we're recording this after the Pacer game, but I kind of texted y'all ahead of time. Um, I had the Pacers beating the Hornets. That's kind of a kind of biased for me. I'm a big McDermott guy, and he's been a big contributor for them lately. And then with the um, Celtics, Wizards, both teams are kind of depleted. Beal's playing kind of hurt. Um, I have the Celtics. Um, but in reality, I don't think the Nets – it doesn't matter. The Nets and the Sixers are not losing a series in the first round to whoever. So I, I have this – and honestly, I, I think it's going to be Rock Chalk in the East, Sixers, Nets. And I, I, I think it's important to see who's going to be playing in that series because both teams have gone through injuries. So it's, it's naive to think both teams are going to be 100% healthy. Are the Nets going to have Durant and Kyrie and James Harden? 
are the 76ers going to have Simmons and it, like I think those things matter so I think both teams perfectly healthy I mean it's got to be the Nets uh, but I, I think that's a seven game series that's just every night is exciting if they're if both teams are fully healthy so that's why I got in the East I, I'll, I'll say everyone's healthy I'm taking the Nets speaking of exciting did you see their play the other day off the steel <laughs> that, that was, was like the globe trotters dude that was just insane that i mean i thought that was a video game the first time i saw it <laughs> like, that's not that's not real that's, yeah that that was just unbelievable yeah I, I think a healthy nets team's the way to do it but yeah con what you what were you trying to say before about the next uh slowing down the hawks is more important than yep. like any like one offensive x factor for the knicks um, yeah yeah that was the basis I yeah. can see the next. I, I can see the Nets like pretty easily going to the finals, like maybe again in six games against the Sixers. Yeah, I don't know. Either, either way, I think that the. I don't know. I was gonna say the East might be more fun, but I don't know. The West is gonna be. The, the, the play-in game. Yeah, go on. The Bucks Heat should be a interesting first-round matchup. Like the Bucks, the Bucks need to win that series like for like Giannis's not like his career obviously because he's young <laughs> but like he needs to get out of that round against the Heat <laughs> he needs to like prove himself again not like prove himself but like the Bucks need to move forward with this no, team but, but, but no but like there's no reason they should have lost that series last year yeah. so if it happens again right and like I mean, clearly we saw the Heat were playing championship type ball last year. Right. right? They, Butler and the boys, they were chilling, but like, yeah. If, like yeah. The year that the Bucks have, like the last couple of years that the Bucks have had, they need playoff success. Right. Right. Because, like, in reality, like, you're trying to get people to come and be a supporting cast. Hey, Milwaukee's not that enticing of a of city as a right. media place, right? To like grow your like kind of brand. But B, right, if, like, you just keep on losing year after year. Who wants to go play in Milwaukee? So, yeah. And you're not going to make Giannis want to stay if you can't build a winning team. I hear he looks good in blue and orange. Ooh. I also heard that. Put him with uh, Julius and RJ? I mean, that's a... Yeah, that's a big That's a big three in New York, baby. Big, big uh, what, big 15? 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they that's what they're called. Um, yeah, but also super exciting in the world of New York basketball on the other side, the New York Liberty. So what's good with them, Con? New York motherfucking Liberty. Oh my god, three and zero for the first time. Uh, oh, what did they just say? Since it was like something like 07. Uh, they already surpassed their win tolls from last year. Granted, a shortened season. Uh, <laughs> So, Liberty are 3-0 right now. Uh, won their first two games against the Fever and won tonight against the Lynx. Um, the Lynx are... I don't think they're one of the favorites for the title this year, but, like, they're they're projected ahead of Liberty. Um, but, yeah, the first game against the Fever, Inescu got that game winner. Uh, tonight, Sabrina got the 10th triple-double in WNBA history. 26 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. Um, God, this team's fun. Yeah, youngest member of the Liberty do it, and 
or youngest player the in first, WNBA the history. First yeah. Liberty member to get a triple double. And the youngest player to ever do it. Uh, Benajia Laney came over from the Dream last year. Got, uh, was most improved player in 2020. She's been our top scorer. Uh, she had 50 points in the first two games. Uh, I don't, I don't remember what she had today. She had I, whatever, but uh, uh, Sabrina had the most points tonight of the Liberty. Um, but yeah, they're just an all-around good team. Um, very exciting first weekend of the WNBA. Um, Michaela Onyewere was uh, played very well her first few games. Um, yeah. Laney finished with 20 tonight. So what? 20? Yeah. 70 so, in the first three games. Yeah, 30, 20, and 20. Yeah. yeah geez. Okay. Pretty good addition from from a, a team that was struggling mightily last year, especially without Sabrina. Um, but yeah, I, it's been a great start to the season all, all around the league in the in the W. I mean, what was Sabrina's injury last year? Achilles. Yeah. ACL. I mean, like. Not for nothing, like, I mean, I feel like every year or every, like, couple of years, there's always, like, a real, like, a lot of hype around, like, the number one pick in the WNBA, right? I mean, the last time it was Brianna Stewart, right? It was a really big hype before Sabrina. Like, I think, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like, to that level, I, I get, yeah, because. Right? I mean, there's yeah, always good yeah. players. You're always going to have the number one, but, like. Yeah. Kind of like how Trevor Lawrence is getting a similar hype that, like, I don't know, Andrew yeah. Luck was getting. No, that's that's definitely fair. Right? Um, so for her to, to miss her first year, mm-hmm. be able to rehab, and then the first game, she's she's making an impact. There's a deep three to win. And then, like, the third game, a triple-double, like, that's just cool to see mm-hmm. someone make an impact, like, right away. Um, yeah. It's just good for the sport, right? It's good for the brand of the WNBA. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it also is – I mean – She's got a really cool story, right? Come from Oregon um, or Oregon, everyone. But then she was also like really close with Kobe. Um, and then obviously like the way that Kobe went down, she was hit really hard about it. And she talks about him all the time and all different interviews and things. And for her to come out in her first few games and like just dominate the way she has, I think she's a really cool, kind of cool little story there too. Did you, uh, did y'all see um, Vanessa Bryant's speech at the Hall of Fame induction? I, I didn't see the whole thing, but the part about Kobe where she was like, hey, Kobe, like, you're kind of injured. Why why don't you take any nights off? And he's like, hey, there's a fan out there who saved up all the money they could just to see me play just one time. I need to play for, like, that kid because that was me. And I was like, that's awesome. I mean, like, I mean, in the NBA today, and again, they, they should take care of their bodies. I mean, they have to. I mean, they – that's how they make their money, right? Like, but like this whole conversation around low management for a guy of his caliber who could sit out and people would be like, hey, no, that's Kobe. He could do what he's got to do. But for him to say, no, like I'm playing for for my fans who just want to see me even one time, right? Like that's just, that just adds to like the legacy and the greatness that is the Mamba, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah, it's, cause everyone knows he's such a competitor. He was so good and it, on the court was like, you know, what he made himself so, he was a must-watch must watch player on the court, but, like, for him to do all the things off the court and impact so many lives, and, I mean, the city of L.A., they are, they love Kobe, even, like, non-L.A. people. Like, people who are Kobe fans are Kobe fans to, like, they're ride-or-die Kobe. So, like, yeah, it, it's just really cool to hear some of the other stories and just, like, the the way he was um, to regular people, like, just to people. He was just such a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally changed the mode there from WNBA there, but. What do you mean? The first, yeah, other 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 notes in the first weekend of WNBA. Um, Dallas looks really good. They're all their like. They played one game. Kyle. Seven first round picks. Well, they played a really good first game, Manto. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Did they play tonight? I actually don't know. No. Answer, did you good. even watch that one game? Absolutely not. But I was looking at the standings, it, it, and it's, it's just looking at the standings. <laughs> I knew for a fact, and he's just acting like he's like. Big, well, that big yeah, that's literally the only thing. Like, that's like, the he, only thing. He knows I've, everything. Nope, that's the only thing I've added was that they played one game. The only uh, thing I see. The storm yeah. looked really good again. They came out. Uh, they were down. I mean, they were down early in the game, probably like seven nothing, and they like immediately shot up with a huge lead. Um, Diana Tarasia, similar game winner to Sabrina's. Did you see that uh, winner though? So. There was a clock malfunction. Like the clock just stopped when Diana had it like about to cross half court with like 6.8 seconds left. And she shot a three and it went in. And it took them like 15 minutes to try to figure out what the time was or like, I thought I was, con- I thought they weren't gonna like count it at all. Cause like the clock stopped. I don't know if like sure. the operators like expecting them to call a timeout, which they had, but they could have cause uh, whatever. Um, but then they, when they were trying to figure it out, the ref like goes over with a stopwatch, trying to like sync up the time. And I'm like, how the fuck aren't they using like computers to figure this out? Like it took way too long. I don't know, like they really should have been able to do that more quickly or efficiently. It was very bizarre, but um, yeah, it was, it was, it was super weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, Good first weekend of the W. Uh, I'm excited, man. These Liberty, this Liberty is, they're a fun team. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they got some good pieces, so we'll, we'll see where they go from here. Either way, New York sports right now, man. New York sports are back. Basketball city. New York, yeah, we're basketball city. Basketball city. Damn right, we're a basketball city. We'll see what don't happens. Tell, don't, don't tell St. John's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, poor St. John's. Yeah. But on the other, uh, the other realm of sports. <laughs> well, 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 no, I mean, yeah, I, left, I left a rough spot for a transition there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Angela, whatever. We, all, we didn't talk about the Western Conference in the NBA. Oh conference. yeah, we, we didn't pre- talk about the Western Conference. You predicted conference. the East, and then you were like, yeah. "All right, the WNBA." Yeah, you're um, right. So I just really quickly, eager. quickly. Yeah, we can go, go, back. Yeah, let's go back quickly. Um, I think whoever loses Lakers Warriors wins the other game against the Grizzly, and I. Lakers Lakers win against the Jazz or the Sun. I think the Warriors can compete against the Jazz or the Suns. And I I don't think it really matters. I think the Lakers are going to win the West. But I think the Warriors can win a series. I disagree with both of those points. I don't think the Warriors are getting past the first round. Um... I can see they're going to bother whichever team they play, but uh, it could go like six or seven, but I I don't even think it's going to go seven, five or six, I'd say, the Warriors. Um, you you think how far? How far? I'd say they'd go, they'd go five or six games against whoever they play. Mm. And the Lakers, I don't think the Lakers are going to win either. Uh, I, I mean, 
if LeBron and AD are like 100% healthy, then like they have much better chance. But like they're playing, like the Suns or the Jazz are both really good teams. Yeah, but like we said, I don't know if it was we did, a week yeah. or two ago, until the Jazz give us a reason, I'm not sold yeah. on the Jazz. Right. But I, just, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's the Lakers here this year. I don't know. I, I, just, it's like the same thing with like a Tom Brady type thing. I feel like you can't ever bet against LeBron. Like, I mean, who, who's coming out of the West then, Tom? Um, I'm excited. Well, I don't know exactly. I, I, I would lean Clippers, but I'm excited to see. Devin Booker in the playoffs. Me too. If like the Suns, like, I like forget how like much fun Chris, this. I mean, Chris Ball edition was huge. Like last year, the Suns going eight and zero and just barely missing the playoffs in the bubble, and now they're the number two seed. Um, plus Chris Paul now, like yeah, yeah, playoff like, going to be fun. Trust them to to go all the way, but like. What do know. we what do we realistically expect from Dallas? What do I expect from Dallas? Yeah. Not much. How many games are they going in with that series with the Clippers? Or not when they lose? When they lose and they have to play. I mean, I mean, it, it depends, right? Because is Paul George going to show up? He's never shown up in the playoffs. And like, I mean, yeah, Kawhi's going to do his thing. Why? Luca's also going to do his thing. Right, like it's just a matter of like the supporting casts, and the Clippers have a better supporting cast. Wow, on paper and in practice, but like last year the Clippers flopped. I mean, they did. So like, it's just a matter of is Kawhi gonna get help? And the Clippers should win easily in five, probably, because like the Mavs got Luka and freaking bitch ass Kristaps. I mean, the West is definitely tough overall. Like I could see even like. I can see pretty much all of, like the first round going five, six, or not five, six, uh, six, seven games, like any of the rounds. But I just think like the top seeds, more the top seeds in the, not more, but uh, I think you the think top more seeds top heavy. Much. They're more top heavy in the West. Uh, he's saying the opposite. That's not what I'm saying. I just think oh, the okay. top seeds. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like, like the East is more top heavy. Okay, yeah, that's what but, I was gonna like, say. Okay, the West is better throughout but i still think the top seeds are going to win yeah like like the east i think we'd all be surprised if anyone but the top three seeds at real i mean right. we'd love for the knicks but like i mean you look at it realistically the lakers are a seven the blazers are a six you know what yeah. i mean yeah like i can like you can you can more easily see the top seeds in the west losing i just don't think they will Okay, yeah, no, I, I was just trying to make sense in my head of what you were saying, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The West will be more competitive. Yes. We'll see. I mean, yeah, Wizards are up seven. Nope, they're up is, eight. Is, is Beal playing? Yeah. Because I know he was hurt a little bit. There's a hamstring trying to keep up. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, Beal's got nothing. I know when right people now. listen to this, they're going to be like, what's going on? Um, Tomas Nito hit a solo shot to give the Mets the lead in the top of the ninth. Thank God. I was wondering what would happen right Diaz, now. Diaz, Diaz is trying to close it out. He's got two outs. 
not gonna lie, Nito is one of my favorite players in MLB The Show. I love hitting like a pinch hit with Nito because I feel like I always put a ball in the gap and like, I don't know, man. This bench mob for the Mets is like, they're fun. But all right, well now that we're here, let's just oh, we're, we're we're baseballs here. Baseballs here. All right, well, did the Met did he did he close it out yet? I I'm might like, be behind. I'm behind also. Okay, well anyway, the New York Mets are playing with like a third of their their roster. They currently have I think it's up to 12 players in the IL now. Or is it 13? Yeah. Did Walker get also placed on it last night? Or is he just removed early? He was just removed early. Okay. As so of yeah. now, there's nothing official. So yeah, 12, 12 players. And 12 players who would actively get time on the field, right? It's not like, oh, 12 players and then they're all our bench. Like, 12 players that would actually be playing. We have three starting pitchers. We have arguably our best one, you know, top two reliever in, in Lugo. Also hurt. Um, McNeil, Nimmo, Conforto. I mean, the list is J.D. Davis. The list just kind of goes on and on. We're in a very tough spot now. Last night, I'm sure that we've all seen um, Kevin Pillar's unfortunate at bat. Um, yeah, so the Mets are kind of been dealt a really tough hand the last week and a half, two weeks. But they're still finding ways to win games, which is, like, fantastic. Pitching has been a huge plus. Um, our bullpen's been fantastic. I mean, yo. The Mets are here. And if we sweep, even if we just take two out of these three against the Braves, like that is going to be a huge buffer when it comes to in a few weeks or over the next few weeks when we're battling with whatever lineup we do have. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Pat Mazzico is a legend. A legend? <laughs> <laughs> Instant folk hero. That home run? What was that? You didn't get another hit this year, right? No, he's just his home. He's yeah. one for four. With, with like five four, RBIs. Yeah, it's like four RBIs, three game-winning RBIs, and like a walk. He, yeah, he's an absolute legend. And I think they're going to have to send him back down because I think they need an outfielder and he's a catcher. So, like, that sucks for him. But he is a legend, absolute legend. Um, yeah, he's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, the Mets just yeah. – Yeah. So, since last – since our last show, they – Closed out their six-game win streak and then got swept by the Rays, and now they're they're seven. Yeah, they pulled it. They swept the Orioles and then put it just to seven. It was seven. My yeah. Bad. Uh, yeah, lost three of the Rays. Uh, still the worst scoring team in the league. Uh, have the fewest runs against. Like their pitching has been really good, which is it has. Is in. Um, which is like so great to think about considering our number two and three probably in the rotation. And again, like I said, Lugo being one of the best, like that's, and I mean, obviously the ground's been down. Um, yeah. Uh, Syndergaard and Lugo, I believe they're uh, getting some rehab starts next week, right? And they should be back in June or? Lugo won't be, cause Lugo just got moved to the 60 day. Mm-hmm. Was it someone else then? I think JD. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, he's probably on the way back, but he was always going to be right. Okay. J- JD just started rehab today. Love that. Love that. Um, and Syracuse. Oh fans. yeah, I still like. I know, like the Mets are doing it out of necessity. Like, I still hate like the bullpen starts. Oh yeah, even they did it we, tonight. Even if we do it, like, okay. can we not use Joey Lucchese because he's not good? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just bring up Jordan Yamamoto and have him start well, for us? Yeah. Either that or like. Just do Gazelman. 
right? Like, yeah, like, that means, well, he, yeah. like he started for the Mets in 2015. Even if he goes when like were, when they were a World Series team. Even if he goes like four, five. Or five. yeah, four, yeah. Like he doesn't need to go six, seven. No. Like, and then they had Reed Foley, who's doing well. Hunter's doing like yeah. we have a lot of play. Like just give him a yeah, three or four yeah. inning. It's weird. It's yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know, Luis Rojas. I, I mean, it works. It works, but come on. Yeah. yeah, but it just we shouldn't have. I don't know. I, I guess yeah, we're you know with all, with all like these problems we're having. First place. First, yeah, I mean I'll take first it. Place, the bats will get hot, especially once everyone comes back healthy. It's looking good this year. Oh, I'm loving it. Also, like Steve Cohen is amazing. I just saw on Twitter someone tweeted at Steve Cohen. This roster is abysmal. Look at this lineup. Why do you buy this team? And he's like, we just won. <laughs> his interactions with fans are amazing. Like he, he, he's hilarious. He's such a he's such yeah no he's fantastic. Like, I have been a pessimistic Mets fan my entire life. Some of these people got to get the fuck over it. Like we got a new owner. We're spending money on good players. Like we're a good fucking team. And, and like, the thing Lindor, he's getting on base. Like he's walking quite a bit. Yeah. Like I mean, you'd like his on base percentage to be like in the three fifty range, but he's up over three hundred, right? Like. That's good, right? I mean, he's not, and he's starting to hit a little bit better, but like he walked twice yesterday in crucial moments. So, like, yeah, I was, I, I was really curious to see like how him and, cause him and Conforto were getting so much shit for the earlier in the season. Um, and I, so I would like did some research on like fan graphs and stuff at like their careers numbers and things. And this was four days ago. And granted, we have a small sample size. The season's been so short or everything. Um, but Lindor, he, right up until that point, he had career best in strikeout percentage and walk percentage. So he was getting on base and striking out less, and he was hitting, and he, he like he was hitting the ball just, just wasn't solid contact and wasn't finding the holes and anything. And Conforto was doing it well too. He had the career best in walk and strikeout percentage, and he also had um, his highest barreled ball percentage, like ever. So like they're hitting the ball, it's just not falling yet. And Conforto's fielding has been insane. Oh, he's been gold glove worthy. What'd you say, Con? A lot of that criticism, though, like the Mets were abysmal with runners in scoring position. So, like, even the though last three years, like, uh, what was that? The last three years, they've been yeah, in the bottom yeah. So, like, even and, even though like in Portland Indoor, like you said, like they're not striking out much, they're walking a lot. They're not doing shit with runners on base, and like, and that was like what they really like really highlighted like this, the offensive struggles is like we'd have guy on second one out and then like couldn't like no one could buy a hit um but again like that'll that'll correct itself the rest of the year uh like not work but like that was like the like they deserved criticism for batting poorly yeah 100 absolutely especially like, in, if we're going to be paying lindor going forward and conforto's trying to fight for a contract like yeah, but for like psycho Met fans who were like, Lindor was a waste of money, you gotta get rid of Conforto, like, no, no. <laughs> this is a good team. We're excited for this. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Only up from here. Season's young. But I do think it's important to be finished, late to, mid to late June, we do have to be hovering around 500 balls if we, need, if we want to make a push. So we do have no, to stay yeah, on this. By the time, like, the majority of our starters come back if we're around 500 or above 500 especially and we're in first or second place we're golden 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm just stating facts out here. You know, it's what we do. Stating facts out here. That is what we do. Yeah. And the latest fact is the the Mets just won. That's a fact. Or they won five minutes ago, I guess. That was a fact. Breaking news for everyone listening tomorrow. (laughs) Mets won tonight, last night, whenever it is. Breaking news for everyone listening on 518 Tuesday. (laughs) The Metropolitans have won a game. All of our 44 followers on Twitter. Shohei Otani leading the lead. Oh, he's, I mean. Shohei Otani. MVP favorite. He's, I saw it on, I think ESPN put out something like predicted MVP candidates. Shohei was like third. It is so dumb. People don't. It's like, if he pitches, if he pitches like at a, like an above average level, and he mashes home runs like that, he's got to be the MVP. His ERA is equivalent to Max Scherzer's, who's a Cy Young caliber pitcher year after year. Like, Shohei's I mean, in the top five in just about every stat, or at least top ten in every stat. And, like, this, he's... I don't think people realize how much we should appreciate Shohei Otani. The only other person in the history of baseball to do what he's doing is Babe Ruth, who is one of the most synonymous people with baseball. Right? Like, like, like the, like the baseball years, god. Over 100 years ago, and we're getting it now. And it's just, and like, it's incredible. Yeah, no. Again, really into like fan graphs lately because I found all their tools and there's fun things. So I just like dove head first in the other day. And like, Shoei Otani's numbers, when you really break it down, like, look at it, it's like, Absolutely, it's like kind of scary how good of it. Not even like baseball player, but just an athlete. His like from home to first is the third fastest time in baseball, only behind Byron Buxton and Tim LaCastro, who are two of the fastest players in baseball. Like, the, like they are freak athletes. Like those two and Trey Turner are like the three fastest players in baseball. He, and he's like in the 95th percentile for like every other category. It's just like a free. It can. Hardy is like hard, like exit velocity, strikeout percentage as a batter and a hitter, uh, or not a batter. Um, he strikes out a lot, which does kind of stink. But he's also like swinging at the first pitch on a lot. But like he's he's the best opposing batting average, I think. Yeah, it's like one seventy or something like that, one ninety. Oh, um, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. He is an absolute freak. I love him. <laughs> and now that we were saying this before, now that, that Trout's out for the next six to eight weeks, which is a long time, as we learned. Um, all eyes are going to be on him for LA. Yeah. And how about I mean, uh, the Angels drop it? The 18 and Pujols. 22 Angels dropping Albert Pujols and then immediately going to the defending World Series champions, Los Angeles Dodgers, and batting cleanup and getting an RBI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, Albert called his agent. He's like, hey, I want to play baseball. Give I don't want to bring. I don't want to move. <laughs> I want to play baseball, and I don't want to move. His agent's like, bet. And he's gonna get himself a ring, probably. They call that. They call Dodgers. Dave Roberts is like, oh yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna say no to this guy? <laughs> Who could use a first baseman? <laughs> I I, I want to know. Dude, I haven't looked, but I wanted to know what they shuffled around. I know they put Max Muncy from first to second, but like, are they not playing Gavin Lux? Gavin Lux then? Like, I don't know what they've been what they've done to their lineup to make it work, but. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, whatever. He's yeah. he's staying put in L.A. wearing Dodger blue. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It is a weird look to see him in not red. but I'm happy yeah. for him, yeah. but fuck the Dodgers. 
Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Essentially what it is. It's yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck the Dodgers. It's just funny for the Angels. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Angels can't catch a break. I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, what, are the, what are the Mets got coming up this week? I do know. I saw the other day that um, I haven't really been paying much attention to college baseball because you know, up until like the College World Series, not really, you know. But I saw Vanderbilt hit seven home runs in a game the other day in a seven inning game. They had seven home runs, which is just like. And Vanderbilt produces like studs every year. I mean, they produce like players they, like Dansby Swanson. Um, they have like two pitchers who I think are like mocked to go in the top ten. Yeah, Vanderbilt's like a top five team every year. I think Al Leiter's son pitches. There Al too. Leiter's son yeah. pitches there, and then this other kid who's like a six five, just beast, like beast of a human, like athlete. Yeah. Otani had a home run today. Of course you did. <laughs> Not surprised. 14. 14 on the year. Do you think there's ever going to be a time solo home run. that they're going to force him to choose one or the other? No. Do they'll let him stay um, on both sides? I mean, I, I see ages. I don't think he'll be doing both. But, like, while he's in his prime for the foreseeable future. 100%. Shohei Otani will get to do what he wants to do. Also, like, we, we didn't even think about it to mention this, but, like, he was pitching the other day, and they needed his bat in the lineup so badly, they put him in right field. Yeah. Like, yeah, he just – he's what, like, every MLB The Show character, like, video game, like, my create play, like, my player is. I mean, I mean, he's like any, like, high school stud, right? Whatever sport you play, if you're the best player, you play – you do not come off the field. Yeah. yeah. But no one does that at, like – I mean, aside from, like, Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, right? Like, these people don't do this – no, they're just freaks. When they're professionals, so. Yeah. I mean, DeGrom's the second best shortstop on the Mets, right? No. Yeah. When when people hear that he was a shortstop before coming to the majors, like, they're just baffled sometimes. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Same thing. Like Harper came through the system as a catcher, and then they moved him to right field. Like, what you played through, I, I like. I, that, like, the, DeGrom's coaches never let him be Shohei Otani. That's why he's not doing what Shohei's doing. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the Grom can't hit. He just can't hit like Otani can. It's true. <laughs> what? What do you give me that face for? It's not the Grom can I, hit fine. I don't. I don't like any type of the Grom slander. Okay, that's fair. Even, even if even if there's a little bit of validity to it, I don't fair. like the I'm not slander. slandering Grom. I'm slandering the Grom's coaches for not letting him become. For not Ohtani. letting him be Shohei Otani. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the other news in the baseball world. Um, Cole set the record for most consecutive strikeouts without a walk, but then gave up a couple home runs and walked, and you know, so. But Cole actually sucks. So but yeah, like fuck him. Yeah. But I say this, I say it's cool that like New York has the two best pitchers in baseball. It's That's so cool. cool. It's it's so good for baseball. Like, I it's really so nice hope it works the out. Best pitcher in baseball. It's so nice for them. <laughs> I really hope that the Subway Series works out. That the two of them go against each other. I don't th- think they got like, a plan there, for that. Have there ever been dual no hitters? Because there's no way the Mets will get a hit off Garrett Cole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was Joey Cueto. Was like Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto, sorry. It was like Reds versus Padres. It was like no hitter versus like one hitter. And like the winning run was scored on like a walk or a pass ball or something. <laughs> yeah, the Mets will lose that game. 100%. 100%. <laughs> off an error. Yeah, something stupid like that. J.D. Davis will be on third. 
Classic. Classic, classic. Um, yeah, that'll be, a, that'll be a sick game. That, did you say Joey Votto or Joey Gallo before? Who are you thinking about? He meant to say Johnny Cueto, but he said Joey Cueto because he was thinking, he was thinking Votto. Joey Votto because oh. they were teammates on the Reds. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, okay, well, Thank slightly you. off, we're going to, you know, segue to Joey Gallo. Did you see him last night running to first and he tripped over first base on a ball that could have been – it was a it was a, a walk that, like, got away from the catcher and he tried to stretch it to two, but then he tripped over first base and just face-planted. Yeah, so this that. morning, his teammates, like, you know, like when um, – it's going to kind, of, kind of sound morbid, but, like, at a crime scene when, like, someone dies, they, like, outline the ground and chalk with the body. They did that with his body next to first base and put, like, his gloves and, like, his, his cleats and shit. <laughs> it's pretty I funny. love that. Yeah, yeah. So back to like tank. Fuck Cole. He ended up losing last night's game after he set the record. So haha. Fuck you. Well, and there's still that guy. I forget his name, but he is the better strikeout to walk ratio right now. He's like 58 Ks and three uh, walks on the year. Uh, Corbin Burns. Yeah, like that's crazy, yeah. crazy. He's stats. a freak. Yeah. There's just and someone was saying the other day, um, pitchers. I don't know how to like. How, it's kind of weird. They're like, just they're just better now. It, yeah, it was just saying like pitchers were basically better, and that they, we can expect to see no hitters or near no hitters like every month, just because the way the game has changed. I mean, like er, pitchers throw harder, they throw balls with more, more movement, like they're just better. But I don't know. But not necessarily with more control, as we saw last night with uh, I don't know who the pitcher was. I forget, but. Uh, for Pilar's like at bat, like that entire bat, he had no control over his fastball. So I don't know. It doesn't Bring always lead steroids. to. Say again. Bring back steroids. <laughs> Bring back steroids. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't know. Yeah. Who do the Mets have this week, Tom? Were you looking before? Baseball season. They have the Marlins. Marlins, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's uh. Marlins and then the, the Rockies next week. I think DeGrom slated to pitch Friday. I think it is. Oh. I think that he was going to throw a bullpen today, so he was going to be scheduled to pitch Friday. At least in a perfect world, that's what it is. I don't know if they'll give him the start, but like. Right, right now, they have no one listed, so. Okay. All right. So maybe not. No, no. So, like, maybe that's. Like, for Saturday. I just looked. So, so it like, should be. The Friday is his like, that's, day that's in his theory. Slot. That's yeah, his yeah. slot if okay. he's ready. Yeah. Well, okay. he was. He was like fielding fly balls during BP yesterday, and like That's, running around and and shit. So yeah, hey That's man, just if, Cameron Maben. Oh yeah, on a for cash considerations, which is kind of nice too. Just Stevie, Uncle Stevie, just giving money away, just paying for players. Hey man, come play. Come Although like I don't think Cameron Maben's play, played in the game yet this year. No, I think he's no, and, and he's and he's just he's he's in AAA right now, but like. Okay. Again, that's that's a good professional presence to have. Right? Absolutely. Like, you know what to expect out of him. Right? Like Especially. it's good to get these young guys some time, but like if after a couple games they're not really hitting and you need a little bit of consistency, a little bit of production, you, you bring him up and you bring those guys off the bench for a bat bat every game. Speaking of consistency, do we play Jonathan VR and pinch hit JD Davis until VR cools down? Because he plays better defense, better base running than JD, and he's hitting pretty well. JD, I, I mean, I, I would say I, I don't know. Definitely yes. I think I don't think you bench JD every day because JD's also hitting okay. Yeah, I for think sure. I think you just 
play them at different spots, right? Like JD can play third or left. Um, VR can play anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so like whoever needs a day off, put VR in that spot. It's and I guess right now, because of how injury plagued we are, we do need help everywhere. So I guess, you know, I guess right now it's fine. I, I get, yeah, then, yeah, we're in an okay spot you with that. VR like to, to like, like JD can take his time coming back, like be a hundred percent healthy and then come back. Uh, and then we can figure it out really. Whoever would have thought that like the most fun players on this team would be like Jonathan VR, like <laughs> a month ago. Jonathan VR and Kevin Pillar. Yeah, the, those Ilar brothers, ER brother, yeah. I, I like to call them the replacements. The replacements. Uh-huh. They want to call themselves the bench mob, right? Them and Nito and. Oh, are they? They call like themselves the bench mob. They uh, somewhat like one of the graphics, I don't know, some Twitter graphics thing made them like a picture and it was like the six of them. It was um, Pilar, VR, Nito, Mazika, and I forget the other guys. Um, but they're like walking down a street, like dressed like like 1970s, 80s mobsters, gangsters. Oh, I love it. I and love it was, it. yeah, it's like the bench mob on it. It was so cool. It was so cool. Uh, Jose Peraza, Luis Guillorme, like, yeah, that squad. Give me that frame immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. But yeah. All right, so... Um, also, I mean, I I know we're trying to finish. No, VR yeah. is fast. He's so fast. Like, so on fast. that Mazika walk-off that was, like, slowly to first base, no so one fast. else gets home. No, a couple of years, like, I think it was, like, 2014, he led the league in stolen bases. Or 2016, something like that. Not that long ago. Like, yeah, very fast. Like, he, oh, I loved it. Yeah, and yo, he pimped his home run off of uh, was it Glass now the other night? <laughs> pimped it, dude! What a oof! Uh. He, he literally, oh, oh yeah, oh, I loved it. Yeah, no, it's just yeah, I'm all in for it. I'm loving it. This team, we said in the beginning of the season, this team was gonna be fun, and like they are fun. It just not the kind of fun that I think we expected. I think we all expected Dom Smith and Pete Alonso just be raking, and then uh, we expected runs. Yeah, yeah Jeff McNeil. <laughs> yeah, <you> know, yeah. <laughs> about that. Yeah, not winning on walk-off walks and walk-off blue ground balls to pitchers. No one loves We lost him again. That sucks. It says no one loves what? Oh, he's laughing to himself. That's yeah. so sad. <laughs> yeah, now he realizes we don't hear him anymore. Oh, poor kid. Poor kid. I hate this. There we go. What were you saying? Nobody expected what? No one loves scoring on base loaded walks more than the Mets. Yeah, right. seriously. There was like that stretch. At least they're scoring. <laughs> there was like that stretch, like, I don't know if it was last week or two, two, it was like two weeks ago. We had like 12 walks in a game, in like a series, in like a two, three game series. It's like, all right, yo, we'll take it. I'm not complaining. Not complaining. But all right, we have a couple like last minute remarks we want to run through too. So NHL playoffs are going on. Yeah. NHL playoffs is always my favorite playoffs to watch because just like the excitement of Stanley Cup hockey is nothing's like nothing's more exciting than playoff hockey. This year, I don't know why it's not hitting the same way. Because uh, you're a Rangers fan. Partly on the the structure this year uh, because of COVID protocols and well Canada, uh, they're doing the quadrants of the bracket by region. So like north, which is Canada, east, south, west. Um, 
so yeah like the east teams playing each other and then like one winner from each division will go to the semifinals um and like i don't really like i'm a ranger fan and i don't want to root for the capitals bruins penguins or islanders so i'm like screw all of these teams uh so and like the it's that and the fact that the the stadiums are not at full capacity so it's not as loud that definitely has a lot to do with it but um i'm hoping like i'm watching like i've watched a the avalanche and the blues last night that was a lot of fun so i think i just need to watch other other games and i'll get into it but yeah, I, I agree. I love playoff hockey. I mean, especially overtime playoff hockey, right? Like, just, like, the amount of, yeah. I, I don't know, the, the, the amount of purpose they're playing with, right? Like, knowing that, hey, if we get caught slipping for a moment, or, like, we just need one shot. I love that. Um, see, um, so the Bruins-Capitals, both games so far went to overtime. Bruins won, the first game. Bruins won last night in 39 seconds in overtime. crazy yeah and then I, I i like the format actually i know Connor, you said you kind of did it i i mean especially just kind of what it is like even this year like they only played the teams from their kind of division which i don't love that during the regular season but then when you think about it these four teams know each other so well which i think the preparation that goes in makes these seven game series all the better for it right i mean it's cool to see a team, two teams that haven't played a ton play, right? Like, it's gonna be cool, to, like, to see the whoever the Bruins play the Kings, whatever. But I also think it's cool to like see like these guys that know each other so well to see them really go at it again. And like, there's bad blood there, right? Like, yeah, cool. The Mets maybe they'll play the Cardinals or the Dodgers in the playoffs, but I'll take a Brave series. I'll take a Philly series, right? Like, I'm gonna be rooting that much harder. Right, um, so I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think it's different. Like, I think any any series in hockey is exciting to that extent. I don't think like any playoff series. Like, obviously, the division matchup, division matchups, uh, always matter more because you do see them more throughout the year. Um, the yeah, and again, I know it's it's COVID year, so like they did only play the division this year. Um, so like, yeah, like changing it for the playoffs really wouldn't make sense. Um, I think like it, I think it's just those four specific teams. I don't like any of them, and I don't like having to root for one over the other. <laughs> so like I I don't have a rooting interest in any of the series but like i want all four of the teams that are in the east to lose so like it's not fun for me seeing one of them win so it's just not hitting the same way but uh that's that's i think that's a personal problem that's definitely a personal problem and so i don't really do hockey at all like y'all see like highlights and stuff are they going to adopt this play at format going forward they think or is this just covid yeah or at least they better not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you tell them, Con. Uh, I better not. I, I am. They're listening. Uh, <laughs> Batman, right? Gary Batman. He's listening. That's it, right? The the commissioner of NHL. You're two dudes who don't do hockey are here. I don't know. 
I mean, it's the commissioner. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Um, the oh, other thing I wanted to mention quick, too, is the other day, again, not the biggest soccer guy, but I was playing golf with a friend of mine who is a big soccer guy um, when the Liverpool, Liverpool was playing. And they won in the 95th minute off a header by their goalkeeper to like keep them in the top four. Yeah, to keep them in the top four to be in the Champions League next year. Um, It's like their first, it was like, yeah, it was like the first ever goalkeeper goal for Liverpool, like ever. And like they pulled him on a corner kick and he scored. So that that was just kind of cool. Again, I don't really know much else other than that, but I know it happened. But, yeah, we don't need to like discuss all these things. No, I'm just like yeah, I'm also the, thinking like if I'm if I'm if I'm that goalkeeper, you're so used to going up for corner kicks with your hands and punching the ball. Like, how do you just not instinctively just go up and just punch? Like, I I, I mean like obviously they're pros, they know what they're doing, but like I don't know in that moment I feel like you just instinct would take over. You just automatically like with your hand, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just but yeah. Who are the uh, the other the college teams that went in? Is Marshall and Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Both of them were upsets. Uh, both of them were not like national seeds, which that's just good for the sport. It's just cool to that's see. Awesome. Santa Clara won on PKs four to one. Um, and Marshall, I saw because I saw that video of Marshall scoring in like the ninety third minute, and like that stadium looked great. Like that that crowd traveled them uh which was really cool against indiana who is like the the college soccer blue blood um again good for the sport like we said that's just cool especially like yeah those are just cool college sports are lit and then uh also i saw the the video of a, a washington softball team at their at the selection show uh so Washington's like the like around like the sixth ranked team in the country, and I I have I could be completely wrong on that too. But like at their at the selection show, Washington ended up as the 16 seed against um, Portland State. Know, Portland State, yeah. Yep. But uh, Washington showed up on the screen first as the 16, and before their opponent came on screen. The whole team like got up out of their auditorium and just walked out because it was like so disrespectful for them. Because now they're gonna have to go through Oklahoma, which is the top seed. Just a very funny video, like very petty. Like they're gonna come out pissed. Uh, I'm sure Oklahoma's not happy about it either. Because one, Washington's a really good team, and two, like now Oklahoma has to play them in the the second round in like the super regional or whatever. I don't yeah. know how the softball, baseball, college playoffs go, but. Yeah, that was just another very funny video. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, what do we got? What are we looking forward to this week? That's baseball, NBA baby. NBA playoffs, though. I think that's the number one thing. Tonight, do we know what's going on the Knicks uh, or the Celtics uh, game right now? I turned it off. But, yeah, no, then tomorrow, tomorrow night's Lakers, Warriors. Celtics, it's a five-point game in the third, so it's just a good game. Yep, and then I yeah. would I would pay I would pay good money for this Warriors Lakers winner take all playing game. Yeah, I think Steph scores forty at least. Steph's be been as good as he has been ever in his career the last month and a half, two months. He's been scoring at will, just an absolute terror. And we still don't know what LeBron can or can't do on his ankle. Like, yeah, he's probably going to be LeBron still, but like, 
he's playing on a, on that bum-ish ankle. Pretty much um, broken. Yeah, yeah. Who well, knows where that was him, right? He had a pretty much broken hand in like the playoffs one year. Who? LeBron. LeBron. Was it LeBron? I, I, I have no idea. He's. I mean, it's just like, a, like one of the things that LeBron haters use. Like, I think it was like one series. Like, he like hurt his hand, and he said he has a pretty much broken hand just to like use that as, as an excuse. That like whatever it was. Um, but then he like classic LeBron like hyping up the, no. the other team if he lo- like he called Steph the MVP of the league this year just so that if he wins then he beat the what should be the MVP <laughs> and if he loses that's like a built in excuse like oh no he, that doesn't mean anything against LeBron like Steph's pretty much the MVP um, yeah I mean I think I do think Le- I'm that just, I'm just Steph should be MVP, but like I'm anti-LeBron too, so like it's just like whatever. Um, I think it's, it's going to be Jokic, but you, th- you think it'll be Joker? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think, I think it has to. I think it has to be, even though like Steph like has had a sick year. I think it has to be. Yeah. Joker. Real quick, just backtracking. You said something about broken hand and made me think of um, who Oscar you know her. You Noah, the pitcher for the Braves, who was taken out of a game the other night, and he got so pissed that he—I don't know if he pitched poorly, or was taken out, but he punched the, the dugout wall and he broke his hand, and now he's out for two months. And like he was having a pretty solid season, but like that rotation, which was like said to be one of the best in baseball, with Ian Anderson and Charlie Morton and Max Freed, and they're kind of dropping like flies. Freed left the game early. I, I mean, yeah, I, uh, yeah. So again, point for the New York Mets, baby. Let's go. Reminds me of like Adamire. Stat, yeah. <laughs> Stupid stat, yeah. Back when the Knicks were a joke and not a really good fucking team. Ugh. All right. Cool. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, again, guys, thanks for, for joining us for episode six. We appreciate you guys listening in. Um, if you guys don't already, follow us on Twitter at TPS underscore underscore podcast. Two underscores there. Um, but otherwise, we'll catch you guys next week when uh, hopefully we have some more excitement behind the New York Knicks and the Mets. GG's, boys.